solid. Yeah. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, the sun is shining. Uh, the birds a, are singing. The, the birds are, are singing. You in a good mood? I'm pretty tired. Okay. But fine. I've got Kiev's this evening. Sure. How, how are you feeling emotionally, though? Is it tired or are you feeling a little bit grumpy today? Uh, a minor amount of grumpiness. Well, did you know that Michael Owen's only ever seen eight films? <laughs> Thought it would cheer him up. Thought it would cheer him up. Do you know what? that about Michael Owen? What? Do you know the films? No, seen? I don't actually. You, I, I wonder what they are. But he's, he, he, he just doesn't like films. Why does it? He's eight. only what he's only watched eight films. I think it's harder to go through life having only seen eight films. <laughs> it's really hard to avoid films. To avoid any. It's you, really you'd have hard. to be a conscientious objector. Yeah, to most to films. miss films. Yeah, he, he clearly like actively <laughs> hates films. Where did he? Was that on an interview or something? Yeah, I think so. It was when you know when they briefly uh, 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 like trialed him as being a commentator, <laughs> and then he was the most boring commentator ever. Yeah. Where it was like it was like nil nil. And was, Where's he from? What's his accent? Um, don't know. He's northern. S- northern. He's like, I feel. He's not like that, is he? He's not quite like that. But I'm Michael <laughs> Owen, and I've only seen eight it, films. Is that ma- oh. a like that. <laughs> Wait, do it to camera. It's an advert. I'm Michael. It's, Owen. it's an advert for. Um, it's an advert for deodorant. I'm Michael Owen. <laughs> I've only seen eight films, but I don't need those films to tell me to use Dove deodorant. He's from Chester. Chester. Which is like, I, think I don't think Wales. That, yeah, that's so North that's, Wales. It's near, on the border of Wales. It's that near. Chester. It's near that. Chester. Near Manny. Manchester. Manchester. Um, what? Uh, did you see that thing with him doing the advert for like an airline company? No. Oh, really? <laughs> no, yeah, I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I can't remember any of the lines from it, but check it out. It's fucking hilarious because he has all the charisma and energy of a shoe. And <laughs> yeah. He, but... <laughs> But that's kind of part of the charm. What's it an advert for? It's like Dubai Airlines or okay. Visit Dubai. <laughs> yeah. And at one point he hits the golf ball off like the top of that really tall yeah, yeah, tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really sell it much. No. It doesn't seem excited to be well, doing it. Well, I haven't it. seen him he about. He just kind of hits it and goes, Visit Dubai. <laughs> I've only seen eight films. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> but you don't need films when you got Dubai. Uh, also, um, <laughs> Joe Cole only got an email last year. Well, that... <laughs> Email. Joe Cole only got an email address last year. Well, these year. are two fantastic facts about <laughs> kind of the same guy. Yeah. No, but Joe Cole's kind of that cheeky geezer. Well, I need email. <laughs> I've got carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons? Uh, it wasn't the best one. Yeah, not, I the, guess so. not the best one. But, well, so we only got an email address. So yeah, he was he was on the show and he goes, Nonny, my missus does all that sort of stuff for me. And then, I, you know, I was, it was she has to do all that stuff with like the Netflix and all that stuff. And I think we had to sign up for this new like Disney something or like that. And she says, yeah. God, I'm sick of always using my email. So I was like, she was, you better set up your email. I had to call my agent to work out how to do it. It took me three hours. And it was actually very sweet. But I like sweet. Joe Cole for um, non-football fans. Um, yeah. Well, maybe it's all right to um, have these uh, kind of observations about footballers because it's the only time non-football people are even at all yeah, switched on So if we're ever going to get the, yeah, this convos out, out we Let's might as well but um joe cole look him up you might remember him from world cups which is what most people who don't like football know most players from yeah. um uh, he was a chelsea like a, a cockney little cheeky chappy but he is for me which i think is a a british phenomenon mm. uh, which is the cheeky lad yeah and he's in the group which is like they're normally quite squeaky chirpy boys who um they're quite funny they're nice and they've yeah. just got this kind of like bouncy area they're like the cheeky lad and the, the yeah. concept of being like a che- you know the cheeky geezer they're like always flirting with the girls you, you, think, that, you think that start with start with joe cole doesn't start with joe cole but i but think there is, the mainstream. there is a part of british culture the, the idea of cheekiness and being yeah. a cheeky geezer which doesn't exist in other countries in the same way and I've noticed it there's always like that kind of you're what geezer and they always have like a bit of a hard voice they're good at speaking yeah. to girls a little bit camp but they're kind of like the cheeky geezer do you know what I mean yeah what do you think is the key definition of that cheeky it's hard it's hard to know I feel they normally always have pulled up white socks because they're kind of bouncy and yeah. it, it for me Quite I'd say train I'd say a cheeky in British culture if you're uh, uh, one a cheeky lad 
you fall into an awkward combination of mm. not being good look, looking enough or funny enough to be like uh, yeah, either. either of the do you know what I mean? Two, to so be it's like you're kind of like sexy or obviously funny. Yes, and you're not ugly because yeah. people are like you're you you got a lot of life to, but you're not so yeah. funny that you're like that you get, dude. There's, there's an element of charisma in there. Yeah, you're just but, like you bring the room up a bit, and it's yeah. just like the cheeky lads. You're like Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I see. And that I, a lot I, I think that it does come in. I think just the concept, like even the cheeky yeah. Nando's, that sort of um, yeah, that, that concept. I think that is quite a unique thing yeah no I, I see that are there any other footballers who would embody the because um, the scene well, football would seem to be quite a rife place where that it's would true because exist. then immediately my head goes to Jimmy Bullock but he's too funny yeah he's too funny he's not actually a cheeky yeah. lad he's actually just the funny one he's definitely cheeky but he's, he's got, not he's the not cheeky, the cheeky lad. lad yeah he wouldn't be the cheekiest yeah, lad yeah, yeah. he's got some um, comedy to back him up I can't think off the top of my head but um, anyway seeing as we're talking about um, while we're here um, while we're on the topic ESL uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, <laughs> Euro- Euro- European Super League I mean it's been enjoyable to watch sure. um, the, obviously it was a travesty and a pretty pretty big disgrace from the outset mm-hmm. um, but because we were when we were watching the Brighton game last night and see saw that I think Chelsea were the first to announce being pulling out it is it was enjoyable just seeing them all clamour clamber to be like the not the last person not the last club to pull out of it for the english clubs yeah there was kind of like there was there's two things and there's sort of a, a interesting races and there's there so many fascinating parts this. i've already done a full solo episode with my preliminary thoughts on it but it, it was uh, funny which is like as soon as it was announced then it was like a race to who could uh who could be most disgusted yeah a race that gary neville won yeah. fair and square yeah Rio uh, he, Fernand, Rio so gave it a go and did he definitely speak second i i don't know what the order was but i yeah. do know the order of quality because yeah. gary neville smashed it with he was the most disgusted of all of the people Quite i've good. seen yeah loads of people were disgusted yes you, you just had a barrage <laughs> of people coming well, on there was quite a few disgust. fan videos even i I went on trying to be disgusted, yeah. you know. Trying you to... were one of those fan videos. <laughs> I, I saw like this two minute video of an Arsenal guy crying in his car about it, <laughs> yeah. which the fans collectively, you know, together did the job to yeah. stop it. Yeah. Um, but you can't help but feel like a bit of a mug because it took like two days for it to be cancelled and then that's in the, on the internet forever of you crying over it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. I, again, it's, it's the reason it happened, but it's a bit embarrassing. Yeah, it is because, yeah, it is true. Maybe he's going to get some like post-cry clarity. Yeah. You know, like post-nut clarity where it's yeah. after the cry, you're like, that felt good, but now I'm like, but that was, that was a bit... Super. <laughs> yeah. I think that the best teams come together on a regular basis might actually be entertaining. Um, there was what I also noticed there were loads of misconceptions about it like <laughs> yeah. people didn't really know what the fuck was going on but that was, was partly on. because of how fucked their they announced it so poorly yeah. that was a lot yeah, down yeah. to no, them absolutely. giving no information absolutely um, but, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't see a lot like... of people strive to find that information because <laughs> yeah. I remember a lot of people came out and were like they cancelling well, the football the Premier League's going to sort of stop forever what it's... you mean the Dallas Cowboys are going to yeah. join <laughs> <laughs> Um, so because there was I remember when it it was first coming out and it was obviously a shock initially and because I was under the impression as I think so many people were when there was the first announcement announcements like a few months ago that they'd be leaving the Premier League and then but I've seen so many people echo that, be like, well, we, we can't leave the Premier The Premier League has to stay, you know, it's, we, the, these guys got to stay in the Premier League, they're English clubs. And I'm like, well, that's, that's not what's happening. <laughs> it's bad for other reasons. But again, it was just this collective shout from the nation that, again, nice to see some collective action being, you know, successful in that I way. Mean, has I'm a bit in, disappointed in our- of how quickly it was. It doesn't really, you want to like, val- you want to valorize the struggle of a movement. It just all seemed a bit too easy. Well, I'm going on Friday night to Emirates Stadium for Cronky Out because I want to just get, like feel it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm just hoping because it was like the Stamford Bridge one. Was <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> 6 p.m. because the Arsenal have two games. Who are you going with? Uh, I think uh, our friend Alfie's on board. Yeah. And there's going to be so many people. There's there. Arsenal fans. I yeah, think. I think uh, our friend Paul Delaney's coming as well. He's, coming, he's just going around yeah. the different stadiums. Yeah, he, he is. Cause, uh, and he was he, our friend was at the Stamford Bridge protesting and it looked absolutely mental because while they were protesting, yeah. that, I mean, how rare is that when you're protesting something and while you're protesting <laughs> it, you get what you want. Yeah. I mean, that is it's unbelievable. There's, I might mental. even actually, I've got the video. I might even play uh, the video because he's got yeah, the moment yeah. where they where all realise and everyone goes fucking mental. Yeah. Well, our friend Paul was at uh, Stamford Bridge. He's a, he's a listener of the show. So shouts out to Paul. Hello, Paul. Um, 
he was uh, protesting the Super League at Stamford Bridge. And then while they were protesting, news travelled through. I was like, they've cancelled. Chelsea have pulled <laughs> out. We've and won. Like, We've won. The cause has been realised. I think they were like there for like 40 minutes yeah. before it happened. It was yeah. absolutely insane. Which is, I mean, as, a, as something that's been, you know, a big story, and it's got a lot of basically men behind the movement. Very quickly, white men, white men. <laughs> to be honest, it doesn't it doesn't feel good that the one thing white men are being upset about was resolved after twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes of a protest. It doesn't feel great. I, that's why I want a bit more struggle but, as well. No, but yeah, I but guess it's so. a, it's more it's more a struggle against capitalism and greed. Exactly, but it just which shows. Which we can all fight. But you can't. For, yeah, but you behind. can't. You, it's just hard to motivate people to. As I said in the video, uh, video I did before, you can't motivate people to do it over like nationalizing rail or even healthcare. We're just not. It's just yeah. not interesting yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. No. Do you know what I mean? Like no. football, people just like it too much. Well, that's why we always say we, we want some good old fashioned bread rights because bread, bread is rights. something I can get. Yeah, behind. the bread rights. If, if we're going something wrong. If we're going to get rid of the monarchy, it, it needs, needs to, to be, be a bread right. Bread it needs to be a bread right. So how can we start these bread rights? We well, need for, yeah. There needs to be a fundamental change in the way bread is supplied or provided throughout mm. the country. And that it needs to get to the point of upset. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to go. It's we we, we just, we've, done, stop we've done the graphs. <laughs> I've, I've thought ahead. It's we've crunched the numbers. Yeah. But we, so with the energy, which was... It was a, a really quite fun news week because yeah. it was also super... Uh, league it was like an excuse for a lot of men to be to indulge in gossip because it was a lot of drama it was, yeah. there was you've got Gary Neville on TV just mm. slagging off owners yeah. of clubs this is something like unprecedented My, another point about Gary Neville within this is although he I'm sure he hates the proposals of course but he loves the fact that it's happening sure he's now become a national hero within two days he's an icon he's now it's, it's obscene Jamie Carragher not so happy with his involvement with it he's been there he's been present but he but hasn't he's, been he's Neville he's played se- se- second fiddle he's played second fiddle yeah. but then you see every other Sky Sports pundit because the game we were watching last night yeah. the post-match analysis there were two blokes in the studio yeah. <laughs> they didn't fucking speak to him because they just said Gary and Jamie the stars in, the show. His, in their homes stars of the, the show but if you've got this energy which was exciting because it was like everyone agreed that we were being fucked over by a tiny proportion like yeah. it does feel like if we can go out to Stamford Bridge uh, get what we want if we can then go to the Emirates get Cronky out yeah. if we if, if a lot of people because it's just the crowd's going to keep getting bigger Yeah. we keep yeah, moving yeah. it along we go to Boris Johnson's like yeah. we don't really know exactly what we're angry it's not as clear what we're angry about yeah, but yeah. we're like this is well, not something, it's needs just to, not, something needs to change so we're going to get rid of him yeah. until he resigns then we go to yeah. Buckingham Palace abolish the monarchy, abolish the monarchy. Yeah, go to Bezos he's yeah, bloody Bezos. Like, pay your workers or something yeah, yeah, <laughs> s- yeah stop these abhorrent night shifts <laughs> I mean, you're doing something wrong. I know. I haven't done enough research. But I know it's. It. I know it's not nice minutes, working for you. Forty minutes into every single protest, we just get uh, cheers because yeah, it's worked. It's worked. worked, and we just keep, and it's just getting bigger and it's bigger. It's all about momentum. We've got the oligarchs on the back foot. It's yeah. now time to strike. Yeah, exactly. This is the time. Keep this energy going. We don't know what for, but keep it going. I'm. I am. I, the part of me is disappointed. How, as I say, how quickly it because it's so. It makes it even more pathetic from them, the club owners. How. They've already they already tried to announce it at one point or floated the idea of it to the public, got absolutely shat on, and then left it for a bit, and then went ahead with it anyway. It's pathetic how quickly they then change their minds. Like I, even, I want a bit of a movie villain at least. Yeah, for a story well, to follow. Well, so so John Henry, the that's his name, who came who came out. Um, Oh, the, Liverpool, the, Liverpool, story, the Liverpool the Liverpool he came <laughs> John Henry was like out of all this he did, he did he did a Kevin Spacey he did a Kevin Spacey that's what I'd if guys, I stand cronky I'd do like an open the statement the Glazer brothers I'm 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 a closeted fat gay man uh, <laughs> I am also gay <laughs> All six Paris. Did a Kevin Spacey I understand that you guys are feeling frustrated and that we haven't but I would like to uh, I'd like to send this time and this platform to, <laughs> to say that I am I'm a gay man. Uh, pride to all of <laughs> They come out dressed people. as the village people. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, they're impossible and to they perform YMCA. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's just the stri- the, what straight people think gay men are like. <laughs> <laughs> but John Henry's uh, done like a very sincere um, 
apology video for the mm. Liverpool fans, which, you know, I would never see Stan Kroenke doing, but I think it's what uh, all owners should at least be trying to do. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit, of, you know, in Moneyball, yeah. you know, in the final scene where he goes to the, the Boston Red yeah, Sox, yeah, that's, a meeting with that's John Henry. That's John Henry. That guy in that. Where the Boston Red Sox. The guy guy. who he, he's having the meeting yeah. with who slides the number across the table. Yeah. Who owns the, that's John Henry. That's John Henry. Okay, yeah. Which is interesting. Wait, that is John that's Henry. That's John Henry. That- no, 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 not the, it's an actor playing John Henry. Oh, but that is John. That's oh! the guy. So the Liverpool owner who's God, like I one of the big. That, I went through a lot of. Yeah, I didn't understand before you before thinking it was a character. I thought you were just like saying doing like a me- that's a metaphor. No, thing. no, no. And then I thought it was actually him <laughs> acting, <laughs> which I thought surprised. No, so he well he owned the Red Sox. He, he owns the. That's his the, the way he started, and then he that's oh. Liverpool's. Yeah, and he he's Liverpool. Liverpool's. Yeah. Um, ah, so it's a bit, okay, it was quite yeah. interesting. Um, well, it has been the whole attempt to Americanize exactly sport, but it doesn't. The America's massive as well. Like part of it is like how American football works. Te- yeah, there is no relegation. Okay, but there's, th- these are Andrew's views. Those are not my views. Well, yeah. America. Okay, America <laughs> might or might not be massive. <laughs> not my. I have a bigger scale, but that's yeah, it's fine. fine. I mean, it's, it's, he doesn't speak for the show. It, it's, it's, it's large <laughs> in some people's barometers, but in other people's short. It might not be because you know, for me, I'd be like Russia's massive. Russia's you know? <laughs> short, short. And he's not saying Russia is massive. He's yeah. just doing a yeah. potential yeah. theoretical yeah. example. Yeah, um, but. Because they tend to Americanize it where, because you can't, in like the NFL, you can't get relegated from it. You'll always be in that league. Mm. But that league is fucking ginormous compared to, and they have a system in place in order, and, it, and it's like a knockout system. There's a league within it, mm. but then it goes to the knockouts. That's what the kind of, you go playoffs and Super Bowl yeah. within that. Because you like your American sports a bit. You, I you, do. You, you I understand like, it a bit. Well, I, li- I like American football because I just like the idea of the game of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, the... I don't know. The commercialization, yeah, it's ridiculous. But like that's what cricket is nowadays. The IPL Not is fucking n- yeah. meant the yeah. IPL is ridiculous. The IPL, but they have still... to the commentators now whenever American when people... football is only that. The IPL is an element of cricket. That's not fair. American football in is cricket really now, only in the, the IPL, NFL. the commentators have to when someone hits a six, they have to say this is like a say at tires six. That's a say at tires <laughs> hit. That is ridiculous. Uh, but I I'm think saying, they have to hit I'm a quota saying, of no, like no, ten. No, no, but what's different with cricket is there's still test cricket. There's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, IPL yeah, is yeah. six weeks of pure capitalism yeah. um, to get money in. NFL, it's only that. And that's I'm not so, saying it's the sport. No, there's still the sport. No, yeah. I'm saying every part of the sport is still all hand in hand with pure yeah. big business. That's yeah. like, there's no element there of it. There's no pure form of the sport is what you're saying. Uh, well, I'm just saying it started with big business. <laughs> and it's, you know, cricket didn't yeah, start yeah. like that. Well, yeah, because they've got the benefit of like a two centuries on. American football yes, as well, uh, haven't they? But that's not, not, point. That's actually, not actually like 50 years. But, um, 50 years? Yeah, because the sports were all invented in the late 1800s and the American ones cricket. were like early 1900s. Well, cricket, cricket might be a bit earlier. 1860, I think. 50, I think. Around yeah. those times. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I think actually one of the most interesting opinions I've heard was Brad Friedel, who was Aston Villa uh, He goalkeeper. looks like a bald frog. He looks like a bald frog. He's an American keeper. Uh, who's lived here and understood the American thing. And basically it was just because they were ba- nearly all of them. If you trace back who the actual owners are and who mm. like or manage, they all have American connections, all of these yeah, big yeah. six clubs in the UK. And he basically says there was just complete misunderstanding from the American side where they thought you've got the American things where the idea of place doesn't mean as much in the yeah. American league. It's not, it's uh, these clubs aren't built by the people into their franchises. And yeah, yeah. you can't get relegated and they have the things like a draft, which is a, like, kind of a yeah. fair system in some way um, but it these things it doesn't really matter as much where the place is it's more about the franchise yeah and so that's what they're trying to do here and it was that misunderstanding that but in the this point country is that it's to, all about a, place and it's about that yeah. those roots that but are, in american football you have a franchise so because there's no relegation but because they've got a really expansive league where everywhere around the country is basically represented you don't they they can focus on that franchise whereas when they're trying to do it here they're doing it with six english teams so the rest of the english teams are left behind it's true yeah. which is the problem and that's well and that's what i because you mentioned the draft that's a fucking great part like of the draft sports really good part of it um because it means the whole point of the draft is that the la- like the team you finish like the kind of the lowest down in the league overall gets the first pick of the players that are coming out of college surprisingly um 
instead of money right, from an American yeah, exactly. perspective. Because it, and that that maintains like you won't often see it's pretty rare. Well, explain what the draft is to so the who... draft. A lot of co- like if you're going to be a professional sportsman, so in the UK you're likely to not bother going to uni or maybe even college. You'll go yeah. and train in the academies and then make your way up through there. But you'll have to get a contract with those academies, etc., mm. etc., et and then make your way up. Whereas if you're a sportsman in America, most I'm talking about American football. Because uh, that's the only thing I know, really. But you will you know go to. I know. Oh, you know other stuff. I've watched Last Chance. You. <laughs> um, but if you you go to college, it's like you. If you're, that's how you go to be a sportsman. Yeah. Because I think part of it is they still want what they're so doing. So you've got to have to be doing their, like you've got to have to be trigonometry whilst yeah. you're trying to throw some fucking curlers. Yeah. But <laughs> they do. That's a weird aspect of it. Yeah. I like it because it it creates a, like a community around the colleges and stuff. Yeah. And it, it also forces college football is huge. And also footballers they, it forces they need to have a backup but that's what they it forces yeah. the backup but that's the point but they also it. need it more than yeah. uh, British sports people because Exa- American football yeah. you have like two years for most players and yeah. even if you make it for those two years and then you're fucked you have an injury or yeah it's yeah yeah and, uh, yeah. it's an injury prone game like, but you fo- could be going for a long time I, sw- but I swear in American football like in, in uh, soccer <laughs> yeah in football um, yeah, even lower league players you'd expect to have a 15 year career but yeah. I swear in American football it's like apart from like there's there's a lot of people like Tom Brady because, stuff who last for yeah, ages exactly. but in general yeah. you, you will last like three years I don't, if you make I it I swear the average I swear Maybe. the average thing is like three years I think part years, of that is, is because crazy. the competition is aggressively that's fierce because I mean. there's yeah. less teams yeah. because although yes. because there's that one league yeah. you can't get relegated you can't get relegated from. from but there's less that means less teams exist you can't yeah. just start up your own team and try and you make it up you can't fail period. going to the premiership and then playing league one and a fine salary exactly so I mean but part of that yeah so part Part of that is it's more unlikely that you're going to be a uh, professional sportsman in America, so you should have a backup almost, mm. or just have a college degree. Um, but then what happens is, so they'll play college football, and then a draft happens. So there's college football, and then the NFL is like the Premier League, or mm. their, their equivalent of. So then a draft is when it's P- the players who are going out of college, they're just about to finish. Um, they basically what happens is it goes it goes each team so um, they place it from so the people who have come last to the people who have come first but you can actually trade places within it's mm-hmm. pretty mental um, but they basically get to pick one player that they want to play for their team every time from that in, from the free. entirety of the college yeah, yeah for free Obviously, you have to pay them the yeah, contracts yeah, yeah. and stuff, and they have to agree that. But then it just goes through, so there's like a roster of like the best players that have come out. Of so college. it's literally like schoolyard rules. Yeah. Of like. Yeah. Exactly. So okay, so um, so with Tom Brady. Yeah. Is he in the draft? Or has it got new players? It has to be new. He player. would have been drafted. Yeah. So at he, the start, no, he's not. No, you're only drafted when you're coming out of college. When you're coming out, of college. then you can transfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's then, really it'd be, then it would be anarchy. Then if it, it was like every, every year, every the year, worst team gets we'll to have pick that guy. the best yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. What does that Tom please? Well, I, I, there's a lot of talk from people who know much more about football than me that um, it, there still needs to be changes to football, and it's becoming a much more global sport, and it needs to become. There, there, there still needs to be some changes. So I wonder what you think could, it, what do you think could even change about the current system that could make it more? It's tough to say because with I don't think a draft, a draft's not going to work. We don't have the, no. we don't have the yeah, sports, and also I, I like the idea of like a backup, but it also means people who can't be, don't want to go to school, aren't interested in school, don't want to go to uni or anything. They and they're good at football. Fucking let them go and play football and mm. earn decent money doing it, mm. because football is traditionally one of the biggest um, expressions of social mobility. In the UK, it's yeah, this is one of the easiest, not the easiest, but that and break dancing. Uh, the, where it can actually and break dancing, yeah. of course. Like Brit- <laughs> Britain's got talent. Have you heard of diversity? <laughs> Ashley Banjo is now on every show on the planet, but you can. Uh, a fun thing to do is it, the conversation about diversity is purposely always assume they're talking about <laughs> break dancing. <laughs> Just every single time, I it just gets feel funnier. Like we need more diversity. In you, what you mean the, well, the break? Seen, we've the... seen plenty of it. <laughs> we've seen, we, there's loads of it. And why would you do that? Do you not think there could be more? <laughs> I mean, they they won the show like five years ago. I don't see what the problem. Always funny, <laughs> never not funny, never not funny yeah. at any point whatsoever. Yeah. But 
So it's like social mobility is a bit of a myth in our current society that someone actually has the ability to make it from like the proper working classes into the absolute highest echelons of society. Mm. It's, it's a it's a false reality. Mm. But professional sport is one of the places that can actually happen. Football, football. I mean, rug, I mean, rugby is posh Lesser, boys. Rugby, cricket, cricket is mainly posh mainly boys. Mainly posh boys. And unions. then nearly, I don't know any. Don't get me started on water polo. Fucking hell! Because don't, that, I'm uh, not. Look, we've I tried. I'll stop you. We've tried. I'll stop you there. We've I'll stop you there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, because football. I don't, do you know any good posh footballers? No. There's no. There's no. No. You'd you'd think there'd be at least one like really posh footballer. No, because there, right. there's no Tarquins. There's no Cuthberts. No. <laughs> there's just none. And you'd be no, surprised because there's, no, there's, there's there's working class cricketers. There's working class rugby players, but there's yeah, no yeah. posh footballers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> We want more diversity, the group. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, want, we don't want to... Full stop. Next point. Also, also. <laughs> we want uh, more posh people in football. I think uh, it Are goes to be truly way. represented. <laughs> then let's just make... We need like a quota. I, exactly. want, I want like well, 0.1% 1 of the boys in Harrow. Well, okay, there's 1%. Uh, the 1% you can consider posh. Yeah. Let's make 1% of footballers posh. Let's make that yeah. the quota. Uh, okay. There should be and a lot of footballers. There should be at least 1%. Because that's a good way to do quotas. Instead yeah. of bringing up the people who would be marginalised <laughs> in society. Mix it. Mix it. So say mm. you have to have this exact yeah. thing. So we have like TV execs. We want to see more um, uh, BAME people being yeah, yeah. producers. Uh, how about uh, cleaners, binmen, or like traditionally working class jobs? Yeah. Let's make them Let, this the exact you same. Have you have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's a pro, it's the proper realization of a fully diverse equal exactly. society. Um, and during this, to show how big this kind of took over everyone, um, and if you guys have any opinions on the ESL, um, keep it still, to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Shut the fuck up. Um, please do share. Um, but this this uh, Mars drone thing that mm. what that, that NASA was saying is the biggest uh, yeah, yeah. thing they've done in Mars. Yeah, it was just no one gave a fuck about it's it. Blown out the water. But you don't. Really For me, think... it's not huge. I, I maybe, mean, they were saying it was huge. But I'm not. I when I saw it, I was like, okay, it didn't blow my balls off. And I'm fully aware I'm not uh, averse in the scientific reasons why it should be very impressive. Yeah. But they got a fucking like rocket on there. Surely that's the first flight. Yeah. No, 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 but it's like a, it, it's airborne, so it can fly in the atmosphere of Mars. If I'm being honest, yeah, I guess so. so. What? I guess so. Yeah. So what? I yeah. mean, we the the story is that we got to Mars and that we've like it, when the pictures came out of the surface and it was uh, yeah, one of the first proper mapping, amazing. And yeah. now they're like we've all they're trying to maintain the story, but like we we've flown a drone there. I guess you have a right. I've I already guess. been I've already been dazzled. That is an interesting to me. I guess because they were selling it as basically like um, and they like. From the Wright brothers 117 years ago flew in North Carolina did the first flight and they took a bit of fabric from the wing of that and put it on the thing. So they're which trying is, to sell it. And it's is, nice. Yeah, it's nice. But I guess you're yeah. right that to, to, to scrolling through BBC News, it was just a robot. I saw it. And it was I, just another robot on Mars. Yeah, when I see Mars content, I'm like, great. Cool. We need just a dude up there. Or, yeah. You know, we need someone up there. Yeah, when someone gets out there, sure. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm, we need it's someone, not enough, no, not a dude. We need diversity. They flew We need there. diversity they, up there. They flew there. They managed it. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Banjo. We need diversity in the astronauts. Performing one of their world famous... Level up in, in spacesuits, <laughs> and then they rip off the spacesuits. Rewind, <laughs> bus level. <laughs> Do you remember when diversity happened, and everyone was like, "That's the coolest thing." Do you I've remember ever. when it was like, <gasps> "Breed, <laughs> level one." Elevator open, crying and wetting and themselves. Like, oh my god! Well, that was when breakdance was the only <laughs> thing that was cool on the planet. Because every time I remember, because I, when this is back when we must have been thirteen or something, yeah, watching Britain's Got Talent with the family over an Indian takeaway, it was every time a non-breakdancing act came out, I was disappointed. We're like, boo, get boo, off! Where the breakdancers? And breakdance is like graffiti, where it's um, too like traditionally what you'd say is cool mm. that it can't be cool. I don't know how it can be considered cool anymore because all, all of these <laughs> all of these that you see on Brits Montana are pretty watered down versions of the actual breakdancing yeah. and like it's still to me it's still a bit funny doing breakdancing well I did <laughs> I took breakdancing lessons when did I was you? in year six I this is a bit of a traumatic story for really? me but if this isn't a basically a therapy session I don't know what is 
other than real therapy. So we had, in year six, there was a guy called JP Amaria. You might have heard of him if you're in your break. <laughs> sure. So me and my, I believe it was me, Ali, Michael Firth, and okay. another friend who did yeah. it. And it was well known that we were doing it. We'd stay after school for an hour mm. to, uh, to, to do it. He, was, he did some stuff. I can't remember. I'd have to look him up. But so we learned a certain, a certain amount of things. Do you and like then, urban, urban hip-hop? Um, yeah basically well no, it was break dancing um so the main one was go on go, show. <laughs> so the main thing that we'd learned was you'd had to for any so it was like semi yeah no i'm just coming so semi for like battle raps not yeah. battle rap, battle you'd have battle break dancing but then you'd also just know how to <laughs> yeah. just dance for being yeah. in general so the biggest thing that we'd always we practice this way too much but this is so you could do this to a song but you can also do it if you're trying to stare down your mm. opponent before it so it just and it was it was it <laughs> so we did that for a was that long sort time. of like an intimidation sort yeah it was like <laughs> oh uh, that that was a signal oh we're going battle now <laughs> so we did that for a long time and we were quite gassed about it but then we also but we did learn some floor stuff so there was a one two what, so I, like, I used oh my god do you reckon i can still do it So we did, I can't, I would never remember the floor stuff, but you could do like, you know how you see people spin around the floor? It's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. the most rudimentary version yeah. of that. We learned that. So Wait, I'll, I'll, I, can, I can film it on my phone so we have a different angle on it. And there was also this one, where right? it was like, tuck that into there. <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we did that. And that's kind of the... That's the only, those are the only two things I can remember. Nice. That's good. You'd be a good braid dancer. Yeah. Um, well, because you, you. Um, I'm more of a salsa dancer, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, you are. Um, it's more, an Andrew, more in the hips rather than. Andrew is um, uh, 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 not really trained, but you, 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 a raw talent of dancing. Isn't it? And you do, with no um, level of irony or anything, mm. you do fully believe that if you went strictly con dancing, you'd win. 100%. You really think? Yeah, of course I would. There's nothing more to say. Really, there's nothing more to say. There's you, nothing more to say. The confidence, as he thinks, almost the one thing. When I said that to you for the first time, yeah. he went, "Yeah." I said, "No, I didn't say yeah." I was like, y y "I." This isn't when I say like I'm saying I win strictly calm dancing. I'm not. This isn't exactly the be all and end all mm -hmm. of dancing. You're going against Bill Bailey. You're going against some big names. The only reason I'd lose it is because people wouldn't like me. It's personality. It's personality. <laughs> but you'd say like, for oh. like for for actual technique. You for technique, I'd be fucking flawless. <laughs> yeah, do you know when like it, get it, Drew on strictly, and would you do it? Because you know you're not of you're not into you're barely into uh, having any sort of fame anyway, and you'd kind mm. of want to shy away from the limelight. Strictly gun dancing is the most. Mm. Like I want people to be confused why I'm on there, <laughs> yeah. and then I want to blow them the fuck out of the water, and then disappear back into my cave. That's that is literally all I want to do. If someone, if for some mental reason, <laughs> the producers of Strictly Come Dancing said we've seen the podcast, we think you'd be good on Strictly. <laughs> that's I would just do that for a year and then disappear. Get drawn Strictly. Let's start that. Let's if you it. if we got any TV execs in here, let's start in those sort of like in the cocktail bars of Mayfair, wherever you guys yeah. hang out. Let's start getting that. In let's the start, conversation. Let's get that rolling. Let's yeah. get that rolling. I would, I, it's because it's the only, like, I, all of this, if there was ever any fame that would ever come my way for whatever reason, mm. there would, I would never do anything other than strictly just because I know I'd win it. Mm. That's it. Everything so, else, I'd know, because I wouldn't be going on strictly to, like, bring my career back or anything. I would be going on strictly to prove a fucking point. So it wouldn't be to bring a career back. It wouldn't be to start your career. It would be, it would no, be I'm to good, win I'm the competition. Great, I'm a great dancer. Look That's, at me it. Shine. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's it. That's it. I wouldn't, I'd refuse to do any of the interviews yeah, after. Or any of the I TV deals. I wouldn't hang around for the scores. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd just be like, I know what they're going to be. They'll all be, is nines the highest? Well, you're not there. Tens. No, I dance and I fuck off. Oh, I, lo I love the, I love the, the thing where they're like, <laughs> with their oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. It is great. And they're dressed up in, in like a flamenco. <laughs> yeah. like, you've got like a fat comedian. Yeah. Like a <laughs> Just some actor from Waterloo Road <laughs> ten years ago. But no, I, I, I'm convinced of it. But so with this. There was there was in a party. This is when I was back break dancing. There was a party, and this was at a time when I was wearing trilbies to parties. Were you really? Yeah. Let's Did that. you have a trilby face? Yeah. I didn't know you had a trilby. Was this before me? 
Yeah, it was before you. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like year six. Did they... And I thought you I was a, a You're a cat. You're a cat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, you, I've been so, watching too much of my mum's and dad's musical theatre, I think. <laughs> and I thought I was shit. I thought I was a bananas. <laughs> and then... That's one cool cat. That's one cool job, motherfucker. <laughs> so then they went... Um, it was a dance party. And it was when... It was dance, a dance party. It was when dance parties started to... <laughs> Come, ar- come around into our ether of sure. age and there was at one point someone said why don't the breakdance boys you were caught they, they, it was known they knew hey <laughs> word gets round look I, I as I said I try and shy away from the limelight <laughs> I don't want my accolades I just do it for the love I do it for the craft so the new word got around that we were all here everyone was here and if I'm completely honest I believe Michael Firth was also wearing a trilby mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and they said, let's, let's make a circle and get him to do some stuff. I ran away, um, because I was terrified of that idea because the, it, I, I had, I, there was part of me that I knew I was doing it really sincerely, but I knew it was still fucking lame. You, you got he, that? Like at That's that good. age. That's yeah. At that age. That. So I was like, there is nothing more, nothing I want to do less Thank than do God. that now. Yeah. So, but then I ran away and ran. I, yeah, I, I think I ran. <laughs> and then I remember someone People trying to very rarely me, run I away. I think I was crying. I think I cried being like, I really don't. I really, really don't want to do this. Well, are people but, really pressuring you? Yeah. And then, but then the other cunts just jumped in and started doing it. So I was like... And do they think, oh, he's doing this because you're going to come in with like... Yeah, and I was like, no, there's, there's no plans for that. There's you're no... going to throw your trilby in. There's your trilby. No, but in you... reality, I was crying into my trilby <laughs> outside. <laughs> outside. But so then someone eventually came and got me and then it was the worst, you know, the worst thing where it's like doing you pity claps and trying to encourage you to do it. So I had to go and do my sequences on the floor. Bearing in mind, it only, so what I just showed you, it was basically that and one other thing. And I had to do that to kind of like encouraging cheers. And so I think I've cried after that again. It's the worst. No, I, I do find it baffling, you know, um, Obviously, I get a fair, a tiny bit of doing comedy, but anyone who asks you to tell them a joke, yeah. um, uh, do that impression, yeah. do any sort of performative thing, it's always terrible. And then often yeah. they see how disappointed it is and they don't yeah. give enough of a fake laugh. No, exactly. Because like you ask you for put this. Video and you warn. You'd be like, this isn't going to be what you And think they're like, it no, is. it will, it will. And then it It'll isn't. And they'll be like, and they'll they'll look at you differently. You're like, why oh, the fuck? Well, why are you now judging me? Yeah. After you've and they'll made pressure me you. Into, I can't stand people who do that. It fucking infuriates yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and but God, I've, I mean, it happens with with jokes and st- even stories mm. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. People reproduce as, as in do that. But then when people reproduce a story and then cut in when you're trying to do the story, that happens to me too often. Mm-hmm. Actually, of just a part of the, and I a bit of a dickhead with this. Yeah, I admit this, but. If you like exclusive. know a, this is a boys gone wild exclusive. If you know a story <laughs> with someone, like maybe the, both of you were there who was saying the story. Mm-hmm. I quite often, as I'm sure you will, get the look like you take this one, mm-hmm. you take this one. Sure. So you take it, and then the other person is jump, and then they kind of like jump in when you're doing the story. It's like they, no, you need one storyteller to get that flow so that you're gonna get the best ending. And if with you jumping in, it's not working. It's true. I just sometimes I I like. Um, the key thing is you wait until they've clearly missed a detail, then you throw in another detail. You give them key signifiers because a lot yeah. of time people don't remember the same thing. That's things. the only fair. Just a quick reminder, by the way, this. Something else, if we're on, this is going to be a gripe section, actually. Something else yeah. that f- frustrates me, um, which kind of happens a bit with the podcast and comedy, is when people, uh, if I see old friends, family or something, um, people say, I watched your podcast or something like that. And then don't say anything. Anything else. Waiting for you to go. Okay. What did you think? Yeah. I am never You're ever going to ask. If anyone, it's so, it. I it, it makes me so upset. It makes you so not not they they're often polite about it afterwards, but they just uh, listen to podcast. I am never uh, yeah. ever going to ask what you think. Yeah. I don't like that. I think it demeans me. Yeah. It puts. As if I'm doing it for you, yeah. it puts the and thing... it puts them in an awkward position as well because you're going. Oh, I, I saw, oh, did saw, you, did you I saw some it? of your stand-up clips. Oh, yeah, that's thanks, man. Thanks for the. And, I, and I'm like, say your piece. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. say you hate it. I don't care. Yeah. Say it mm. so that I can react. Yeah. But don't go. I watched. I watched the all those little sketches you do on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh, little. Well, 
And it's like, what do you want from me? Yeah. It's so weird. No. Fucking. Say, what you should be is like, what's your podcast? Really like it. It's what's basically... your podcast? Not a big fan of it. What's yeah. your podcast? You swear too much. What's your... Say something yeah. and then watch your podcast. It's like going. I saw you in the street the other day. Exactly. Well, I mean, that would be fine because you can't... You, I mean, that was the, when it worked because I saw you in the street the other day. Well, maybe it wouldn't. Well, no, because then you can start... Oh, you did? Where, where no, but did it's you not like them, but then they don't go on to say why they didn't <laughs> say hi. I saw you in the street the other day. Yeah, but then I'll be like, oh, where did you see me? I'd be fine with saying that. Or I saw you in the street the other day. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I've had, I've had, I've had similar. I've had similar. It's because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with your sentiments. You got to go in with your opinion mm. initially, because then it's also like it. Yeah, it's it's demeaning because you feel like, why am I having to get this out of you? What did you think? What did you? So it's, like, it's and that also insinuates that you care. I don't care. I don't care either. I I'm just trying to put my head down and make stuff. I have, I do not, and I I feel they kind of want to set you up so you're putty in their hands. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? What did you think? Like, yeah. It honestly, makes my skin crawl. So that's a, that's my gripe for the week. My gripe is I'm being forced to break dance when I was <laughs> six. I mean, recently. Uh, I've been recently getting back into some sitcoms. I've been watching Seinfeld and Friends because I, I kind of struggle with sitcoms, certainly on my own. I've been watching some with BB, but I struggle watching sitcoms on my own because the formula drives yeah. me crazy. I like jokes, but yeah. um, I just find the repetitive... I find story structure of sitcoms really stressful if I'm not with someone. I'm yeah. watching it alone because it's like I can't... For a, a sitcom episode to work... It has to have a conflict or something like yeah. kind of bad Same or embarrassing. Same for most TV in general. It's true, yeah. But then with um, with uh, comedies, <coughs> it kind of happens in such kind of aggressive yeah, short yeah. bursts. Yeah, that it's actually very stressful. It's not exactly a detailed yeah. conflict. So like, and Kobe Enthusiasm is a great example where there's so many great jokes, but you yeah. just know that the things I the what sitcom for me is perfect for lunchtime viewing. Yes, as in like when I'm on my lunch break. Yeah, I, Curb is my Curb Enthusiasm is my go-to at the moment. Yeah, making my way through that, but not well in the evening when I'm kind of setting, settling down. I want mm. some I want some meat. Exactly. Um, but what have you been watching? But I, I, I rewatched Friends, um, which I went through periods when I loved it when I was growing up. Yeah. Then I didn't like it at all, and now I've come back and sort of. I think it's fine. There's you know, some good stuff. There's, There's some, some really, stuff in there. Some really There's funny some great stuff. stuff in there. Um, it was so funny at the time, so it deserves the respect. But, 100%. Um, and I feel sometimes people, it, I find it tedious when people like problematize it too much. It's like, oh, just fucking half a sense it's of humor. Friends. Yeah. And it's friends. It's not where you go to for <laughs> yeah, exactly. your they're current just, 2021 just, yeah. sexual, gender, whatever politics. I mean, that, but a lot does come up. That is, it is interesting how far we've come because the amount of like, um, yeah, yeah. Not even gay jokes, but more like implying, can you jokes. imagine if I was gay and how terrible yeah. that would be? You know, gay yeah, jokes, yeah, yeah. I like gay jokes. Gay jokes are fun. But what I don't like is when it's like the implication is quite a serious implication. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that would mean I might be gay and that yeah, is bad. Yeah, yeah. That's when yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's not a fun gay joke. Yeah. Calling someone a bender, I want to bring that back. You know, that's these the kind of <laughs> those are the two, my, my yeah. the kind of two yeah. sides that I think is a clear yeah. uh, distinction. Um, but I was I, I was watching it again, and I have a lot of debates with people about friends characters because I do think it says a lot about you, uh, who your favorite friend characters mm. are. And obviously, re- watching it again, it kind of changes. Uh, yeah. As you go, up as you grow up. So I think t- today we should do uh, the official ranking of the top six friends characters. The top six. Yeah. There are six. Yes. Cool. Are we not including Gunther? We're not including <laughs> Gunther. Okay. No Gunther. Um, so let's start with six. Let's start with the bottom. Okay. Um, so, just so I, 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 in the running, I'd say, I, I would say that when you meet someone, uh, you're very sex for you. Thank you very much. Um, when you meet someone and they uh, think the worst type of dude is someone who thinks Chuck Chandler is the best character on Friends. Yes, I'd say that's the worst because they think that they're slightly interesting for choosing it. Yeah, they think that what he's saying is funny but then we need to set our parameters here before we dive into this because okay. are we talking about who is the least uh, cool person to like on friends based on if you were to say mm-hmm. that was your favorite mm-hmm. or are we just ranking them in- we're saying who is our favorites <laughs> yeah okay and what that says so about why someone. why do we why do you hate chandler i hate chandler because um to be honest uh 
he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. He's meant to be the funny one, but his jokes are the weakest. Um, and but his jokes, his jokes aren't the weakest because very few of them make actual jokes. You laugh at them, whereas Chandler, there's an intention to laugh with him. Yeah. So although he's me- he is meant to be the funny one. Yeah. But he's the only one who makes jokes. He's the only one who makes jokes, but I'm saying jokes as in his character having gags. Yeah. You know? And he seems yeah, to, yeah. watching it again, it does sta- he does stand out as being like, they've all kind of got quite soft uh, edges and then he's just like, oh, you're fucking a lot. And it's yeah, just yeah. like that kind of insecure man type thing that kind of really sets my teeth on edge. Yep. Uh, what do you feel about Charlie? I completely agree. He would yeah. always be at my bottom too mostly for because a lot of it again this uh, is a hard soft edges thing and he doesn't you see a lot of the characters big, big go reads through. he does bad reads of lines the lines he does a lot there's a he lot, on a lot of drugs at the time yes it was it is interesting watching them and just seeing his i was kind weight, of i'm kind of impressed by his, his actually put him in number one i'm putting him <laughs> impressed by the fact he managed to get through that his shit. weight fluctuations are uh, yeah motet throughout the show they are yeah. but they try and like by bringing him in with monica they try and make those harder edges soft i mean there's one scene which is like the the end of one season which is a cliffhanger they have mm. to take up like six months later so they're dressed up in the same clothes and Chandler's like fucking 20 pounds <laughs> heavier it's so bizarre yeah um, no I agree Chandler Chandler bottom Chandler definitely and then the I guess this is where it gets a bit tough into the middle order of the pack because I'd say um, fifth character that I'd rate would be between is it, uh, Joey so- and Phoebe do you think? For me. Well, is this is this for someone you enjoy, for how you enjoy watching them on screen or how you Favourite think they character. are in real life? Favourite character. All of those things. Favourite character. Because Phoebe, I've seen a lot I of people... I don't, I quite... I've seen a lot uh, of people... Actually, no. It's, so, it's Phoebe. I'd say it's Phoebe. It's Phoebe. And, and um, Bibi and Jessie uh, are both big fans of Phoebe and Friends. They think she got a hard time. And you hear her talking about how tough it was trying to keep up with the kind of body image of... Uh, Monica and Rachel and then you have sympathy for her and you're like okay that's fair and she's like the most kind of realistic actual person when these people are kind of freakishly skinny the, the girls in that show yeah, yeah. and all of that like that's all great but bottom line bottom she's line, the she's, worst actress yeah. uh, she has the worst reads and her character to be honest is uh, someone who has no idea who a hippie is yes. interpretation of a hippie yeah it's, it's, a, a bad, it's a rich white man's interpretation of, of what, what a hippie is, is. Um, and she does some big reads, but you know I like her. The only I like all of them apart from Chandler. Chandler's the only one I dislike. Yeah. But Phoebe, for me, I'd say is bottom. Fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Fifth. No, no, I, I completely agree. Um, it's what they really push her difficult upbringing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem that I there's there's so much, and there's there's awkwardness within the show, and that's why I, I mean it's part and parcel of what we're talking about with the I don't know, almost reading it in that specific time. And saying, you know, bringing up all the issues with it. But the way that, like, all of them shit, just, like, use it as a punchline. Her ridiculously difficult upbringing, her being homeless, etc. Her mum killing herself and stuff. Yeah, I and, don't mind that, actually. Well, I, it's just, <laughs> it, 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 it's just odd. It's, it's really odd. And the way, it doesn't seem any kind of, there's no realism to it whatsoever. It doesn't feel like they actually give, they give so many, they give everyone the chance to have their conflicts and then overcome them in a really healthy and emotional way. That yeah. is, there's never really addressed that. I, yeah, I guess I, I, how I'd fundamentally decide for me what I like about the Friends characters, it's a sitcom in a way. There's pathos, there's depth, there's relationships, there's story. But for me, sitcom, that's all getting in the way of vehicles for great gags, for yeah. great jokes. And Friends has some great gags in it. And I never find her singing stuff funny. Never funny. Smelly Cat was, didn't make me laugh. But it's all about when you, you're breaking it down to brass tacks it's about these um uh these people who are kind of embody gags which is their job how good are their reads of lines who does the best read you know you've got a joke there who does the best read then we're talking about actors it's a mixture it's a complete mixture because he's written for it and and it is after seven seasons of a show it's going to be which about is how why well I would say Phoebe Fifth because Phoebe she doesn't very infrequently makes me laugh. Are we both agreed on that. Very rarely interested in the story that she's going through, mm-hmm. and I wasn't that excited when she got with Paul Rudd. Exactly, and so this this could be controversial for because you know Bibi and Jesse say they like uh, Phoebe, so me- maybe it's a controversial thing. I'd say fourth for me. You might disagree. It's Joey. Let me who let me run through the other ones. It's Monica, Rachel, Ross. For me, ah, oh, it's for me. It's between Monica and Joey. Between Monica and Joey, 
But um, I... Oh, it's a tough one. I, I I could take either way. I think Joey is the second, uh, uh, worst, but but second worst type of guy. If a guy says I think Joey's the best, but Chandler's in a sitcom, you like the dumb guy and the dumb jokes you've just got to have. And it's, have like, the importance of yeah. that, I think, is unfair to put him as fourth. <laughs> I think it's got to be third. Do you think? Yeah, I uh, think you can't underestimate the importance of the dumb guy. So no, he, you need to have the dumb guy. But I think sometimes he does bad reads. You know, we get it. You know the word reads. I think no, but. I don't know. I feel you've got to have the dumb guy, but watching back, I don't know how much, if his uh, hits as much. We're still getting to the truth. He does. He does at times, but like he's not a subtle reader. No. He's very much, he very he much a, in your a, face. It's funny. I'd say jo- Joey fourth for me, but Monica fourth for you. Yeah. And then I'd say Monica, Monica. third for me. Because Monica, I think, is a great uh, actress. I think she uh, yeah. showed a unique... Oh, she's fantastic. She though. showed a unique uh, female character of this sort mm. of frazzled, unhinged lady. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a little bit annoying how attractive she is. Yeah. And it's, she's not treated that way. But she does get with Tom Selleck, so maybe a bit. But she's kind of painted... She's unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah. Like, sort of painted. And she ends up with number six. She ends up with fucking... Well, that happens a lot. Yeah, honest. no, of course. Those of course. fucking dudes. Those Chandlers in real life do end up yeah. with... Um, hot cheekers yeah um, so I'd say Monica and then we're coming down to the top two and it's by, clear for me it's clear for me I mean number two is Rachel isn't absolutely it? Number two is I Rachel. love Ross, <laughs> Ross. and I know people who hate you, Ross you, I, know I remember who... you there was a point when you went through your friends hating I was always quite clearly identified with Ross as in like not me as him yeah, yeah. but like I he, he makes me laugh the most yeah. all the time yeah and he fucking nails it mm. But I remember when you went through your hatred of him, you were like, Ross is the worst. You said Ross is the worst. Did I? Yeah, you were I like, doubt he's that. so, you did, because you were like, he's, he's just so upset all the time. And I I really, we were really young. We okay. were young, but. I don't remember that. And I remember I was like, oh, but I, didn't, I didn't really say it, but I, was like, oh, I really like Ross. Yeah. So There's the scene, which actually I was watching on the TV today yeah. before I came up. Yeah. And it was it was on because it was coincidentally on TV. Yeah. But there's the one where he literally the one where yeah. um, nice. There's the yeah. <laughs> there he does he makes fajitas with yeah. him and Rachel when yeah. Joey and Rachel have sex and him and um, Alicia Taylor or whatever her name is who plays Charlie okay. um, are having sex. This is the funniest episode. It's yeah. him having a meltdown. It's him at his best. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but on Rachel, before we yeah. get to Ross, so she's in second. I think. Jenna Anderson's clearly the biggest star of the show. She's clearly got the most star power and most talent probably yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah. She's probably going to go the most places. Absolutely. She has, uh, though Jenna Anderson is the same character in every role she does. Yeah. She does have this weird sort of, she's unbelievably attractive, but then she does have this kind of weird sort of um, relatability and Humility warmth. in some way. There's ways. something about the, huh? oh. Yeah, vulnerability in a bit. Uh, like, there's that, <laughs> and she's yeah. just, yeah. She's a great straight. She's the best straight yeah. um, person like, on the planet. Best straight person on the Hands planet. Hands down. It should be um, she's, she's, as a straight guy, comedically, I think yeah, she does yeah. it the best. No, I agree. And then Ross, yeah, I think Ross is the Ross funniest. Is, Ross is brilliant, isn't it? He really makes me he laugh. He really makes me laugh. He's consistently the funniest. And then I was yeah. bringing up, I think our friend Ella said she didn't like Ross because... Um, and bringing up all the toxicity and the gaslighting and stuff as if that's even relevant I wouldn't, it's not, relevant, it's not relevant it's just about how much they make you laugh just absolutely get out of get out whether of it, it, they were on a break or not I don't give a yep. fuck it's who's the funniest right so look, we've agreed on the um, order let's run it through we don't agree on the order because three and four three and four are, are different but you don't I, have enough respect for the dumb character <laughs> no it's still four still fairly high you know uh, Chandler sixth Phoebe fifth Monica and Joey third and fourth um Rachel second and Ross first. I think we solved it. I think we solved it's it. It's done. Um, and I don't want to hear comments because, <laughs> frankly... So, uh, understanding. If you we were listening to this episode and you don't care about football and have never seen Friends, it might have been a tough watch. And haven't seen diversity <laughs> or understand what breakdancing is. No, that's that's not fair. Because if you haven't, then that, that's a too small percentage of the population. Yeah, true. To be honest, the people who know diversity are bigger than people who like football and friends i'd say it's actually a big state of the time yeah. isn't it um but yes comment your uh favorite oh god fucking hell weird having to say this just, say, just comment your favorite <laughs> friends, friends characters <laughs> oh no um, we've 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 fought it we've become those guys we're those guys That's i don't it. mind i don't mind being those guys comment your favorite friends characters below uh share your opinions on who you think is the best because i am actually i think everyone does have opinions on these um and i am interested to hear if someone doesn't like ross i want to hear some reasons yeah and they better be good. That's that's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. 
Peace and love. Peace and bay. Keep it on the flip side, mother flippers. Flippers. <laughs>